everyone always has something to say relative to education. I think the fact that so many people have opinions and perspectives on the schools is wonderful. School districts are very complicated. I will tell you that assumptions get made and sometimes they're correct and many times they are not. And I want to help people understand. We are educating kids for their future, not our past. How do we make strategic planning sexy enough to talk about it for the next 20 minutes or so? Well, I, I could talk about it for hours, and, and I think, I think I can make it sexy. I, I think mean, if I that's just said the, word, the expectation that we were going to talk about it for 20 minutes, though. Okay, so, well, I'll, I'll do my best, no, I and know it's important. we are going to be, um, you know, sexy for the next half hour. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, okay, so let's let's talk about that. Yeah, so why that. why are we talking about strategic planning? So strategic planning is is much more than that term. In fact, um, I ask people to sometimes empathize or sympathize or maybe remember a story. What would it be like if you were to walk into something as important as a school and ask a teacher or the principal you know, about their school and not get any sort of answer back other than, well, you know, our kids learn a lot, mm-hmm. right? Is our, we want our kids to, you know, make sure they, they meet the standards, right? So a strategic plan describes what you want to be known for. In fact, I wish there was a different word than strategic plan, yeah. Right. But really, if done well, it describes in very clear language, paying close attention to semantics so people can understand what you want to be known for. This is right. our identity. That's what a really quality strategic plan does. It actually should move you with language and actually allow you to relate so that everyone can be a part of it. Or else, in my opinion, okay. it's not very strategic. Well, to be clear, are we talking about, is it more common for there not to be a strategic plan or for the strategic plan that's in place to be a bad one? B. So it's more common for schools, districts to have strategic plans and actually people just don't know about them. It's it's not a good one. I'll I'll unpack what makes a strategic plan good and which one, you know, why it's not. But think of it, let's think of it in terms of a narrative. Right. The plan should provide a narrative specific to the vision of schools. And how important is that? Right. So what we're about to talk about is 
what makes a good strategic plan. Right. What and you're, the, we're going to talk about what, what are the markers, what are the criteria of that, so that you'll know whether yours is good or not. Exactly right. Okay. And I think it's probably important that we also break down on, to your earlier point, what makes a strategic plan not as effective as it should be? Yeah, right? and and tell me a little bit. Like, do you have any stories or 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 circumstances that you've you know come across where it's it's it matters? So, um, where, I think I think every principal, every you know central office administrator, every superintendent, anyone who pays attention to the details and politics of a school district is going to be able to relate to this particular dilemma I'll describe. Right. So number one, we and you've heard me say this before, school districts very easily find themselves in the place of having many, many random acts of improvement that they say they focus on. Mm -hmm. Just stuff they do. Projects. Right. Initiative after initiative. So many sometimes you can't even number them and they're on pages upon pages and lots of drawers and three ring notebooks. I will say sometimes the the strategic plan ends up feeling like this document that what is what I say dusty and on a shelf. Right. Right. In order to say, well, let's look at the strategic plan, you need to literally go to a three ring binder, pull it off the shelf, and open it up. If that's the case, it's not a very good plan. Right. I will just tell you that right from the beginning. If you have to go grab it and open it up and start thumbing through multiple pages, right. it's not a good plan. Okay. It's not very strategic. Okay. It's too complicated at that particular point. Okay, that's right? a bold statement. It's not I'm sure communicated. There's... It's not yeah. expected. In right. fact, I would say this, and I've gone through this many, many times. Uh, for educational leaders, I would ask you and maybe even dare you, take your plan, whether you're new to the organization or you've been there for a while, surprise some of your leaders, surprise your principals in one of your next meetings. Hold it up. Put it behind your back and give your people a quiz as to what's in it. <laughs> Literally ask them, what does our strategic plan say? Right. What is our focus? What's our goal? What are our efforts or our initiatives? How do we measure it? Give them a quiz. And I have done this many times in the places I've worked. Literally a quiz. I passed out a piece of paper with blanks, had them go question to question trying to describe the strategic plan. And then I, I have them grade themselves. And I right. go through a grading process. You're an A through an F. And I will tell you, most of the time, unless you're focusing on the strategic plan being clear, being actually aligned to the student, and, and somewhat even moving because of the semantics, if it's not that, people will get an F. They right. will fail. Right. And so the, the, the things to look for are whether it's overly complicated, it's uh, not memorable, if it just focuses on, as you say, random acts of improvement, so just full of just nothing but initiatives, right? Strategic plans are either they're too tight or they're too loose. Gotcha. So, like, picture, picture, uh, you know, a balance, mm-hmm. right? On one side, you have fidelity, right? Fidelity. What's that mean? So, you know, the concept of fidelity is um, that this is how you do it, right? There, there is not room outside of okay. these particular expectations, okay. right? On the other side of the scale is autonomy, Okay. right? So right. you have freedom flexibility, to, freedom, right? right? In many ways, sometimes with an organization, kind of the chaos theory, go ahead and just, you know, do right. what you do. Right. Well, a, str- a really good strategic plan balances those two things. Okay. You do not want to say, 
This is exactly how we do everything within the system. Right. A quality principal would never run their school that way, okay. right? Because schools are going to be different. Yeah. So you need to, you can't say that fidelity, but you can also say, you know, you have autonomy. You know, you have to operate as a school district and really quality plans create that balance. All right, so let's dive in. What are the critical elements, the, the criteria for a good strategic plan? Okay, so number one, the goal. You need to have a very clear goal. What's the end game? Now, when I say end game, I'm talking about the student. So this is not about the environment that you want to create in your school district. This right. is not about your standards. It's really not about right. the district at all. No, those are strategies. The end game has to be specific to the student. So thinking with the end in mind relative to the kid when they leave you in 12th grade, what would your hopes and dreams for them be? Now, you and I, we've already giggled in the past episodes about the idea of we want people to be good citizens. Sure. That's not what I'm referring to. Right. Right. And I'm sorry if I'm picking on your overall goal. If you're listening to this podcast and you think, well, wait a minute, that's our goal. <laughs> I would ask you to be more specific. I would ask that maybe you think about updating that goal to create relevancy. Number one, a student should be able to hear the goal and know what that means for them. Mm -hmm. they, they should be able to see themselves in it. They should be able to see themselves in it. Right. I mean, we've seen a lot of school districts over time really focus on the college and career ready, mm -hmm. right? There's a lot. So I, that, that's, that's an interesting. That's kind of, you know, bringing, being more specific right. than, you know, being a good citizen. Right. But that I road think is pretty worn, though. It's still worn, and I think you can even do a better job describing sure. specifically when they leave you the kind of attributes or skill set that you hope they have to be able to navigate this really complicated right. world. So, right? But you need, a, you need a goal, right? And you need right. clear language. And by the way, it should be very simple, something that people can memorize and people can understand, and they could all say, that's what I want for my own kid. What's an example of that? Well, I knew you'd ask me that. Sure. I'll tell you this. I'm a big believer in the concept of choice. I'm a big believer in kids being able to choose for themselves when they leave 12th grade. And what I mean by that is, I mean, I, I see the value in college. I do. But guess what? I want kids to be able to choose to go to college as opposed right. to a lack of skills choosing for them. Right. I want students... Like having no choice but to go to college because I have no idea what I'm even capable or of. Or saying, I can't go to college because I don't have the skill set to do it. Right. Right, so and that's not even my choice. Right. I want kids when they walk across the line, my hope for my own children yeah. is that they have the confidence and the skill set to be able to ask themselves the question, do I want to go to college? Do I want to go into a particular trade? Do I want to go into the military, straight to the workforce? Right. And I can, by the way, I can do all of those things if I want. Right. But this is what I want to do, and therefore this is my choice. And they have the skill set to be able to do that. Right. And unfortunately, a lot of students graduate. And by the way, don't have that as your goal. Right. Graduating is not the goal. That's a low, low bar. Right. Kids have to graduate. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's true. Right. So we um, figure that we tend to figure out how to make them graduate, don't we? Right. There, there are sometimes, you know, kids don't, and occasionally, the success stories where they can pull it off. But it's rare. You have to have yeah. right a high school degree, right. Right? right? To be able to exactly. move on. That's really important. So yeah. don't say graduate from high school. Graduate from high school with what? Right. Right. Okay. And I, so, I just, you know, articulating yeah. choice, that tends to be something that I like, but 
There's lots of ways to describe that. It just needs to be a clear goal, right? Right. So um, netting this out, number one aspect of a good strategic plan is a is a clear goal focuses on the end game, but it's focused on the student. Not, that's correct. Not glorifying the district. That's not correct. How many projects we can you're right. Got okay. it. Okay. What's the next thing? The next is you have to uh, name the attributes attributes that you want your schools to be known for. So hmm. and by the way, there only can only be a few. Okay. The dilemma with this is sometimes people want to be known for everything. I'm sorry, you can't. Mm-hmm. You have to make some choices. You have to look at that particular goal and say, if we want to deliver on behalf of the students, what do we have to do collectively within the school district to be able to support that goal? And it should come on just a few fingers. Right. If it's over you know, four and five... You can't do that. Right. So be clear that we are going to deliver on behalf of that goal by being really good at these things. These are, this is our identity. We want to be known for those things. So number two is attributes you want the schools to be known for. And there should just be a few. Got it. Right? Got it. And then the next one would be measurements. You have to measure, right? You have to Mm -hmm. know, okay, if we want, we know what the goal is. We know what those attributes are. How are we going to, you know, have these, you know, dipsticks along the way right. to determine how whether we, our schools and our students, most importantly, are on track? Right. And, how do we know we've succeeded? And it, this is where school districts also struggle. They think, well, we need to measure. So we measure the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That won't work either because people can't own 75 measurements in a strategic plan. I promise you they will fail the quiz when you ask them about the strategic plan. You want them to get an A or a B on that quiz. So you need to make choices. We don't want to fall back into the no child left behind model where we measure everything all the time and everything is important. Everything is important, but sometimes you need to make some choices. So Mm -hmm. for example, in elementary school, are we going to measure our students relative to literacy and mathematics and some of the social studies and civic lessons and of course we are good teachers do that sure not all those things should be in the strategic plan right you may say you know for elementary school our really key focus at least in the first three to four years is literacy Mm -hmm. and if that's the case here's going to be the one particular measurement that will determine for the school district whether our kids are on track in those particular schools. Mm-hmm. You have to be selective, right? right? This is about just creating these milestones along the way, mm-hmm. aligned to the attributes and the goal. So next, we've determined what the measurements are. So what are the efforts going to be? These are the initiatives that align to those attributes. Okay. And once again, they tend to be too many in many districts. Right. This, this is the random acts. This of is the random acts, about, right? right? So the strategic plan should actually serve as an opportunity to weed out or sunset some of the things, some of the acronyms floating around the school district. It's an opportunity to say, if we're going to be known for these things, what are the key initiatives that we expect that are consistent throughout all of our schools? Knowing that you need to create room so schools can also create some of their own efforts and initiatives based upon the needs of their students. So those should be limited. Now, I will say the dilemma is, and we're not going to do this today, 
there's a huge misunderstanding relative to what is an initiative and what's not. <laughs> right? right. So this, you we're going to have an initiative episode. Yeah, we would have right. to. In fact, you know, people tend to call everything an initiative, even sometimes just an effort. Right. Right. Or okay. I've heard everything described as an initiative, but initiatives need to align. They need to be few in number and align to the attributes. Okay. Okay. And then lastly, I'll say, and this is a very important step. A strategic plan must have a built-in system that supports the specific needs of the school. Now, what I mean by that is this. Schools are different. They just are. You mean schools within a district? Schools within a district. Yeah. Right? They just are different. The strategic plan needs to have a mechanism that differentiates the kind of support, the kind of resources, attention that aligns to the academic needs of students. Some schools are going to need different maybe even more at times. Right. And the strategic plan should have some policies and practices in place that really align to what I consider equity. Right. Right. And there needs to be something in the plan that allows you to do that, or else you're just pretending as though all your schools are the same, and I'm sorry they are not. Excellent. Okay, so let's net out the points, and then yep, I'm sure that. everybody's looking for, okay, what's the recommendation? So we have goal, right? Clear goal, um, something you can articulate, uh, needs to focus on the student, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, then, of course, there is the attributes. What do you want to be known for? Uh, then, of course, how are we going to measure it? How do we know we've, we've, we've had or we're having success? Um, and then, of course, what initiatives get us to that point? And then lastly, this sense of equity, right? What do you recommend for districts? I mean, what, how do you, what's your recommended approach? Well, I would, I, would, I would ask district leadership to think about a few things. Number one, do your, need, do your leaders know your plan? Do they know it? This is, this is the quiz test. Can they, without a piece of paper or a three-ring binder in their hand or even a, even a really colorful pamphlet, can they tell you about it? And can they get darn close? Do they know close? where to find it? <laughs> Do they know where to find it? And, but it's not even that. I, I want them to be able to know it and repeat it and say it. Mm-hmm. Because how strategic is it if people don't know it? Right. Um, do your schools, do, do they know the plan? Have, have they created their own efforts beyond the expectations that's even in the plan, because once again, there should be some room, right? This is about that balance between autonomy and fidelity. So are schools owning the plan? This is about, you know, having all your ships go in one direction. Sometimes people describe a school district as a very big ship. It's a big ship. And they'll say that's really, really hard to turn. It's not a big ship. It's a fleet. Right. I've heard you say that. It's a fleet of ships. Right. Right. How do you move all of your ships and saying, you know, that is our North Star. Right. Because the strategic plan describes the North Star and the particular yep. goal. That's our North Star. And by the way, if you don't think that is the North Star, then this isn't the right school district for you because that is it. Now, how are schools owning the plan? Which means they're aligned to the district efforts, but they've also built in their own efforts that support the needs of those students headed towards the North Star. Um, I would ask you, how many pages is the plan? Now, that seems very specific, right. but like how many initiatives? Is this, is this something you have to thumb through for a period of time and it's in 12-point font and, you know, there's no way if you were to study it for a period of time you'd be yeah. able to, do, uh, to grasp it? 
it, it can't be too many pages. How many it's pages should few. it be? So um, a few. Yeah. At most. Three pages. I've actually, in my past district, said I at least need to be able to hand something to somebody, walk them through it on one page yeah, no so staples. they know what the goals, <laughs> right. they know what, the, you know what we want to be known for, they know some of the things that we're going to do to get there. Right, and it can actually serve as a communication document, so they could walk away in just a particular time with the leader and say, I, "I know what the school district is aiming for. I know what they want to be, and I know, you know, the how they're going to get there." Well, so, and our goal was to make this sexy. Two pages is, you know, front and back, one page or one page strategic strategic plan. That's sexy to me. And 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 I will tell you, there, there this sounds odd. There are some sexy plans out there. There really are. There are. So um, we need to learn from them. Um, and then say, I would just say, is there a way in that plan that there's kind of intervention? So is there an opportunity within your plan where you can intervene and support schools? Right? Is there um, an equity strategy within the context of the plan? That allows you when a ship is struggling or maybe sinking, mm-hmm. you can make sure to go and rescue it and give it the attention and support it needs. Because, right, a rising tide lifts all ships. I guess this is the analogy for the day, there right? You go. Yeah, I think and you got it. School districts can't, in my opinion, declare themselves as excellent right. when they have some areas of the district or schools struggling mightily. You might look great according to averages. Averages write off a lot of kids at times. Yeah. So a strategic plan needs to have that in place. If you don't have that equity strategy within the context of your plan, I think you need to reassess. Right. Okay, Jeff, I have a question. Um, How do you communicate a strategic plan uh, once you have one? Well, first off, if you've gone through the right process to determine what the plan is, well, then you've already engaged the community, mm-hmm. right? You should not do this in a vacuum in a room, yeah. right? This should go through a process of asking your community, what do we want to be known for here? Mm-hmm. Trying to create the right language that describes this community effort and interest. Okay. Um, so number one, you know, if you've done it well, you've already begun to communicate the plan even before it's solidified. Okay. Right? And then once it is... Well, then that's all you talk about all the time. Okay. Somehow, some way, you say, this is what we want to be known for, and therefore this is the discussion. Right. And it allows you to even know when to say no. Right. Because there will be some really interesting, shiny things that sometimes attract us in terms of efforts or initiatives, but if they don't fit, then sometimes that serves as an incredible filter on how to say no. So you just use it all the time. You make sure your schools are using the language so that this is not a central office plan. The plan should be focusing on schools, not the central office. It puts the schools out in front, so you communicate it via the schools talking with the community about the very same language that you're using even in the central office. Right, and of course, always focused on the student. Okay. Always. Very good. That was 20 minutes, Jeff, and that was hardcore strategic planning stuff. And, you know, that's... um, Now, uh, uh, once again, I wish, and we'll end with this, I wish there was another word, another term than strategic plan. I don't know another one. I would have changed it otherwise. 
I don't know another one. Um, I do think that we should think of it as the North Star and our map on how to get there, or at least aim. It should be visionary. It should be something that, you know, it takes some effort and you realize you may never get there, but it is a worthy cause and a worthy road. listening to Leading Education with Jeff Rose, hosted by Jason Pace and Jeff Rose, and recorded at Serendipity Labs in Alpharetta, Georgia. We are produced and edited by Carson Pace. Our theme music is by Full Year of Panic. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next week.